When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up, but it's not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to ENN. On TV. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Dave Rothenberg. Hi, Spike. And good evening to myself. Clark Schmidt's pitching. (laughs) Good evening to Dave. Stifler. (laughs) Good evening to myself. Sweaty, half-naked men getting in saunas. You know, you haven't given us anything about that. I'm about, I'm about to right now. Uh, okay. To Dave as well. I was propositioned in the bathroom. And to the caller from earlier as well. Compare the Giants to the Washington Commandos. So I, I, I never paid it off. So let me tell you, as we're getting into ENN real quick, I, I went to the Russian bathhouse. Okay. Where is uh, it, Brooklyn? Financial District. Oh, okay. And... Uh, Natalie, this is something she's done before that I'd never done, that she wanted to do for her birthday. Can I ask a couple? Oh, so I, I had a couple questions. Can I ask questions as you go through, or do you want to just? You no, just you know what? I'll, I'll take questions. Go ahead. All right. I was so, propositioned so, in the bathroom. This is a co-ed thing, is that right? Correct. Okay. So it's not just naked men sitting around like a, a hot sauna. This is this attractive. No, women no, they're 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 very scantily clad women everywhere as well. Nice. All right. So, so, so yeah, and, and, and we'll see I, naked I, ladies. So by the way, this presented a lot of discomfort for me because I, I when when this was suggested, I'm I'm meeting a bunch of Natalie's friends, some of them for the first time. Oh. You know, I, I mean, I knew I knew a couple people there, but and she invited your, and friends. And your best look is probably not a half naked look. Yeah, you can relate. I'm right. sure. Yeah, I absolutely can. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking to take my shirt off in front of people. That's right. not what I'm looking right. for. Okay. Right. Neither, neither am I, yes. So the starting point of like, hey, for your birthday, you're going to be meeting a lot of my childhood best friends. Everyone's going to be half naked. Yeah, that, it, it, that scared me. And then you get there and there's like all kinds of people, huh? old, old and gross, young and attractive. Uh, every kind of person is at this place. It was like a melting pot of nudity. <laughs> Dave Dave files in and gets more action for March Madness uh, drop madness ready. Uh yes, it, it it was like that. And you basically you go into a sauna and Andrew, have you ever done anything like this? Nope. There's no there's no way he's done anything like this. Anthony? No, I can't say that I have. So you go into a sauna, there are a few different kinds. There's a steam room, there's a dry sauna, there's a wet sauna. And you get just ungodly hot. 
Like, just to be clear, it's not like the the, the New York Health Club uh, sauna. Okay, this is not I the e- hot. It's not the Equinox sauna. It's it. They're using coal and water, and it's it's hot. Are it's there hot. people to tend to the saunas? Yeah, there are people tending. So it's not like you have to get up and and pour water on it. Like that's and that's stoke the coals. No, yeah. no, there are other okay. people to handle it. So you stand there until the first thing I did was sat in the first sauna uh, until I was incredibly hot, like can't take it anymore. Then you fill up a bucket of cold water, and one of the people you're with, or you can do it yourself if you're strong and can handle it, dumps the bucket of water on your head, and it's exhilarating and amazing and the second you do it once it you get much hotter faster like once you've gotten cold once it feels like you get hot again 15 seconds later i wanted to do it again so that's the first thing i did then i i i pushed myself i was scared to do it but everyone talks about the health the value of doing it so i did the cold plunge oh god which is after the sauna, you jump in the freezing cold water and get completely submerged. You go completely under and climb back out. And it was, um, in a word, terrifying. But I got to tell you, Dave, it was a really nice, exhilarating experience. The toxins are oozing out of your body. And last night I slept like a baby. You're completely worn out from the well, sweating. Sure. It's like you're, you, could, you could probably run 10 miles and have a similar effect. And by the way, they serve delicious food. Really? Yeah. Is this Deli- an expensive kind of thing? It'll it'll add up for you. Um, I think it's fifty. I think the entrance fee is fifty, and then you know the food was reasonably priced. You, you order you know pierogies and all kinds of Russian was food. It, was there a uh, was there a band? Did they have there a was DJ? no anything like there that. There was no band no. or DJ. They did have TVs in like the seating area. You could watch on TV. That's so right. This sounds like it was a classy establishment. I wouldn't describe it. That would be going one notch too far. I will tell you the celebrity photos, the signed photos on the wall, though, were a real who's who. Who, who, Was there any one person that said nothing like sweating in your sauna sign like Charlie Sheen? Was there anyone that that surprised you? Uh, The the first person I saw when I walked in was Owen Wilson. That doesn't surprise me. Which which, uh, did it. But I, I enjoyed that because I literally watched over the weekend Meet the Parents and Little Fockers. I have a, I have a strong take I'd like to say about that also while we're yeah. at it. I don't think Meet the Parents gets the credit it deserves as being one of the great rewatchable comedies of all time. What Meet say the you? Parents is the original? Correct. I think it's an excellent movie. Andrew, do you think it gets the credit it deserves for a rewatchable all-time comedy? It definitely doesn't. And that's a good call by you because it's hilarious. It's a great movie. You, you know what else you, is very impressive? The fact, like, because the goal was to to kind of make uh, Ben Stiller look silly, right? Obviously, yeah, the, to some extent. Yeah, and, I mean, and De Niro. When, when, when he goes out in like this little mankini, he looked he looked great. Remember Hilar- that? Hilarious that you say that because we watched that scene the other day. By the way, whose house was that at again, Andrew? Uh, it was at uh, Al Troutwick's yeah. house. Al yeah. Troutwick's house. Yeah. I, I, it makes me want to become friends with Al Troutwick. I want to see the house. So that scene when Stiller comes out in the bikini and it, it's supposed to look ridiculous, Natalie said the exact same thing when he walked out. She was like, God, he looks great. He looks unbelievable. And But the goal is to make him seem ridiculous, and it's like, wow, that's, that's quite a look he's got going on there. No, Stiller's in tremendous yeah. shape in that movie. But I got to tell you also – the cast, have you guys ever watched the last one, Little Fockers? 
I don't think so. That is it, that a that's a third? Third one. I, Andrew, you seen I'm it? Not, I'm not no. even sure they they have a third. You're you're you're, you're doubting me. You think no, I no, made no, no, this no. up? No, 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 no. I'm I'm not sure I knew they had a third. I'm not doubting that they did have a third. No. Well, it's funny that you say that because again, when Meet the Parents, we we probably started watching it halfway through. When it ended, I was like, you know what, Natalie? I don't think I've ever seen Little Fockers. And she went, what's the Little Fockers? I went, there was a third one. She was like, what? I was like, yeah. She was like, turn it on right now. Can I tell you guys something? Pretty good. De Niro's in this Little Fockers? Oh, they're all in it. Really? It, the cast is unbelievable. You got Streisand, Hoffman, De Niro, uh, Stiller, Owen Wilson, the bit characters, the people who pop up in small parts, and this blew my mind. It's just 12 years ago. The people who pop up in bit parts in Little Fockers are Kevin Hart, mm. Nick Kroll, Jordan Peele. It's it's pretty unbelievable. I got to tell you, I was very, very, I was very impressed with Little Fockers. Uh, Jessica Alba at her absolute hottest in it. It's it's, yeah. a, it's pretty good stuff. Shout out to Ben Stiller. Really? Should, should I take this movie in? If you enjoyed Meet the Parents, do you enjoy Meet the Fockers? I don't even know that I've ever seen Meet the Fockers. Come on. With with you with, with Is Streisand, Streisand in that one? Yeah. Is that the only one she's in? She's in both. She's in she's in I don't know that I've seen Meet the Fockers, to be honest with you. I Andrew, don't you've lie. seen Andrew, you've seen Fockers, right? Never in its entirety. What? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Meet the Fockers See, is as big a, re- a release as you think it is. No, no, it's not as big as Meet the Parents, but let me just be clear. It speaks to the point that I'm making about the lack of respect for Meet the Parents as an all-time comedy. Because everyone should have seen at least the first sequel. I understand if you don't make it to Little Fockers. Hell, I hadn't seen it till this weekend. But everyone should have seen Meet the Fockers. Streisand as a sex therapist, Dustin Hoffman as a nebbishy Jewish guy. It's it's tremendous. Do you know, I saw this recently. Do you know how old Dustin Hoffman is now? Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to be upset. So I'm going to predict... He's 81 years old. I, I think Dustin Hoffman is, and, and the guys can confirm this, I think like 85 or 86. I, I Hold on. I'll he tell you right now. just turned like a 85. Big, 80, yeah. Oh, my God. That's a, I mean, Dustin Hoffman is an, he's an old man. Can you 80, say that? I'm not trying to be disrespectful like that. No, no, no. Is a, that's a big number. I got to tell you, we talk a lot about ages of people on this show. You listen. We, 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 we all sort of talk about ages, and then Michael will... I got a big one coming up, by the way. Well, hold on. We'll get to yours in a second. Yeah. It, it's, it's, that worries me, too. But 85 for Hoffman is one of the most shocking ages I've ever discovered during the show. I, I would have accepted 81. No, 85? No, no, no. Didn't, uh, oh, turns 92. Dear oh, God. John Winthrop says that uh, Little Fockers on Rotten Tomatoes has 9%. You know that's, why? That's bad, yes. You, you know why that is, though? Mickey style. It's because reviewers take themselves so seriously. It's like you, you go into that movie and go, I can't believe it. This movie's just like the other ones. Well, what did you think it was going to be? You sign up for what the movie is. But there were laughs throughout the whole thing. I never thought, like, oh, this is painful. Owen Wilson's hilarious. Anyways, these are the important stories of the day, but we should talk some sports as well. Yes, let's do that. Um, let's start with, let's start with the football for a moment. Um, Robert Sala was asked in the postgame yesterday, 
Will Sauce Gardner start week one? Yeah, he's going to be our week one starter. He's been fantastic. Bryce Hall has had a really good training camp also, but at the same time with the overall body of work over the last, since OTAs, it's uh, it's clear that the kid's going to be pretty good. Hey, Sauce, welcome! <laughs> and Sauce Gardner, if you missed it, folks, already has himself a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Let's hear it. I'm Sauce Gardner, and I love sauce. Sauce on wings, pizza, sandwiches, even sauce on sauce. In this football season at Buffalo Wild Wings, everything's better with sauce. I got to tell you, he's great in the commercial. The, 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 the music is perfect for it. I don't know if it's real future or future of Jays, but it's, that is a, in the words of Michael K, quoting a text message or something, get yo bag. I, I, I like it as well, but I don't understand the the, the, the line. I even like sauce on sauce, I, and I get his name is what? No, because he in the ad they show him because no, but nobody nobody puts sauce on sauce. Well, no, no. I, some people have multiple sauces. Like on a burger, I'll have ketchup and mustard. Oh, is that what he meant? All right. I believe the sauce is sauce sauce. Wait, the sauce is sauce sauce. Correct. Sauce Meaning- is the sauce. I think that's the name of what they Buffalo have a sauce. Wild sauce is going to be. Wait, it's not just, yeah, oh, they named a sauce. sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. All right. Now we're following. Now we got it. Okay, good. But I got to say, how often does a defensive rookie, you want to talk about the impact of playing in New York? Mm-hmm. How often does a defensive rookie who hasn't played a down in the NFL get an endorsement with a place as big as Buffalo Wild Wings. But is it not fair to say that if his name was not Sauce Gardner, he's not, as, as impactful as he might be, he's not getting that deal? Of like course. The, re, the, the genesis of the deal is because the name is Sauce. Correct. Someone yes. at Buffalo Wild Wings got excited by the idea. And, and by the way, good call by them. Is it a national spot? Do we know that it's definitely a national spot, not a local Buffalo Wild Wings spot? That's worth exploring. But either way... Good for Sauce Gardner. Um, I'm trying to think of other names on uh, Giants and Jets that would lead to a perfect uh, endorsement. You're going to be thinking um, for a while. Brian Dable's Daybeds. Have you heard that? No. Yeah, Coach Dable selling Daybeds. They're, <laughs> they're ex- yeah, they're excited. Raymond Flanagan. Oh, yes, deal. nice. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, here's Dable um, talking about Every wide receiver on this roster being evaluated, including Kenny Galladay. Yeah, we, I mean, look, all those all those receivers are competing, and um, you know, Kenny's had a good camp. And Joe and I'll sit back. We'll talk about everybody. Now he clarifies that statement a bit more. Yeah, no, I'm just saying I'm not going to commit to anybody being on the roster or not on the roster until I sit down with Joe and have a conversation with Joe. We have a lot to talk about at a lot of different positions. It's not. That's really not what I meant. Okay. I'm just saying, in general, we have a lot of conversations to have. I'd also like to say that, um, sorry, Greek corrected that 9% on Rotten Tomatoes for Little Fockers, but the audience is 34%, I do want to say. What, what does that even mean, though? Break that well, down for me in layman's terms. 9% is the reviewers gave it a good, 9% of reviewers gave it a good review. 34% of audience gave it a good but review. But 34% also not good, no? It's not great. Okay. But I, I, listen, well, you're, I, you're selling like 34% as if it's like, you know, two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert. That's no, but it's four times about. better than we were at prior. Sure, But we're still well beho- b- below the Mendoza line. Right? I'm standing. I'm standing with little Fockers uh, defiantly. All right. Here's my my offer to you. 
I'm willing to watch Little Fockers. If I watch it and dislike it, and I'll be honest with you, what do I get? What do you get? Yeah, what would you, like, if I watch it, I'm going to take two hours of my own time. I, I watch Little Fockers. I hate it. What What is my reward for watching it from you? Uh, you could you make me watch something? I, I don't know. I'm not going to give you something okay. for watching it. Right. I'm helping I, your life. Is your intent to invite me to the wedding, by the way? I would say I, th- this is going to sound like nonsense. It's going to sound like gobbledygook. I'm going to sound like Robert Sala talking about Denzel Mims or or Aaron. You're Boone. just going to spin yourself at like a top, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to I'm okay. going to talk. I'm going to sound like Aaron Boone after like a terrible Clay Holmes outing. But my intention would be, I truly would enjoy having you and Sherry at the wedding. I but, would, but that's I would big, like that. You don't it, see it happening. You would you would place. With people not on the show at the station, you'd be as high as anyone short of RJ, okay? The problem is, depending on what we do size-wise, I may have to make a really strong cut line wow. at my radio jobs about this where I really, draw the line. Honestly, it's terribly hurtful, and I'll tell you why. Alex, my little one, is going to have his bar mitzvah. We have a date. nine nine twenty three. I don't know if you intend for the wedding to be pre or, or post that. There's no way in good faith I can invite you to the bar mitzvah if I'm not going to be invited to the wedding if it's after that. Do you, do you think wedding and bar mitzvah is an apples-to-apples invite situation? Well, I think I, I would feel very badly if I were to have you at Ben's, which I did, and obviously that was terrific, and we're thrilled to have you there. Thank invite you. you to Alex's if you showed up and spent time with us there, and then you get married and you don't invite me to that, I think that would be a tremendous slap in the face. <laughs> I mean, just You're to no be listen. honest with you. So listen. do me a favor. Tell me whether you intend to invite me so I can appropriately know whether I'm going to invite you. Uh, okay, I, I, will, I will give you heads up for sure. Um, it is a tough situation because where do I – here's the question. And by the way, just to let you know, if I'm not invited, I'm going to feel a tremendous way about it. Where do I draw the line, though, if I invite you? What is that? So I'm just some hack at the station? No, no, you're not some hack at the station. But I, 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 so you think I can safely invite you and not Rick? I think you and I are closer than Rick and you. Yes, I, I, I agree. I think I'm closer. What about I, I'm close with Carlin? Well, mm. I, listen, I, I don't know. I mean, this is a decision you're going to have to make. Were you at Carlin's wedding? No, I didn't know Carlin when he got. Have there. you ever been at a at a big event for the Carlins? No. Okay. Well. But I've I've but I've spent time socially with Chris before. Now, Anthony said in my ear that he's not even on the short list. That's not true, Anthony. If I get to the point where I'm considering the Dave Rothenbergs and Chris Carlins, you've already made the cut. So wait wait a minute. So I'm, you know what? I don't know that I want to go. Now I'm like the Dave Rothenbergs of the world going to potentially the wedding? I mean people outside of the immediate members of this it's show. It's four people. Richie Pietro and company. It's 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 <laughs> Michael, it's Mike, Don, it's hold Andrew, on. and it's Anthony. That's it. That's eight. You're already at eight. That's eight First people. of all, Anthony has this girlfriend that he locks away that nobody really even knows exists or not. Right, but huh? they've, been, they've been together long enough that I have to assume it's real. Unless you now, think it's do a you put on the invitation situation. for him her name, or do you just say Anthony Pusick and guest? In, unless I've met her 
prior, it would probably he just gets a plus one. But I know in good faith that he's had a relationship, so I can't ignore that. Ray Rowe. It's fair. So, so that's, that's eight people. That's I think, eight. You know what? What about Ryan You know Hurley? how many we had? We had many more than eight at Ben's Bar Mitzvah from the station. Yeah, but I know what you were doing. You were trying what, to soak up. What was up, I doing? Trying to soak up cash. No. You were no, trying to I offset. wanted people that I considered myself to be close with to be at the event. It's you, obvious you don't feel the same way. Just the fact you have to give it such great thought. You've answered the question. Wait, hold on. How, I how think we're more? done. No, it's how fine. Many, Honestly, it's fine. I don't how, need to discuss it anymore. How many people were invited to Ben's uh, Bar Mitzvah? Um, I truly don't know. I can ask Sherry. I would guess around 170. Okay. That's not an obscene number. No. Listen, I'm still, you asked for, you asked a question. I answered honestly. Because that's the kind of guy I am. Well, no, I respect the honesty. And, I, and I've always felt a, a, a fondness and a closeness to you. But I, I don't, I just don't know. I don't know anymore. Uh, it should be noted that the uh, Greek from Yes is telling me sauce sauce was developed out of sauce's love of both barbecue and hot sauce. The Buffalo Wild Wings culinary team and Sauce Gardener collaborated to create the new sauce sauce. It's available at Buffalo Wild Wings locations nationwide starting tomorrow through the football season. The new sauce is smoky, sweet, and spicy barbecue sauce, which intercepts your taste buds and takes it to the house on your favorite wings and sandwiches. Do we know the genesis of the nickname Sauce? We we asked him that. They, he, they called him that from when he was, like, very little. Andrew, didn't he say that, like, as a kid they just said he had the sauce? Yeah, it was like his, like, peewee football coach when he was, yeah. he was really little, like, well, like six or seven. It. So it was like a, like a, like a, a nice comment about this. He's yeah, got the sauce. like He's got his Pee Wee cool coach kid. was like, "Yo, you got the sauce," and his nickname became Sauce. It's a great now, now. I don't know if this is accurate. It's Wikipedia, so take it for what you will. Gardner took the nickname Sauce, named after his affinity for dipping sauces, from a youth football coach at age six. I wouldn't trust Sauce Gardner's Wikipedia page because we had a day where it was changed. Uh, it was changed to the fact right, that he was right, right, born, right. He he was born in Hawthorne, New Jersey. How long did you stay in New York? Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not often. It's not often that you're doing a phoner with someone and they're the only person being interviewed. And their response is, who, sure How am I a Yonkers boy? <laughs> because they don't know. Good. Let's hear it one more time. Sauce, Don had just read so, that, that he was from Yonkers, <laughs> and it was completely made up. And here's Sauce being completely confused. Now, you were born in Yonkers. How long did you stay in New York? Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> you put Sauce in Yonkers. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we have to play the Tom Brady audio that everyone is talking about. And and talk about how Tom looked as well. We'll we'll get into that as well as some other uh, ENN action on the other side of this break. It's Peter and Dave on the K-Show on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, 
We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. I have a Yankee starting lineup. Ooh. Brought to you by our friends at Bigelow T. Rest roulette in action. Want to guess, uh, Dave, who's not playing today for the Yankees? Hmm. Uh, well, Glaber hasn't been in the lineup lately. I wonder if there's something going on with him. Well, is Hicks is not involved in this anymore, right? No, Hicks is not even involved. Yeah, okay. Um, the judge has, has to be. Three? Two? Yeah. How about Donaldson? I'll go with Josh Donaldson. Wow. Very, very good. Here you go. Is that right? Deep. DJ LeMayhew leading off and playing third. Aaron Judge, the center fielder, batting second. The left fielder, Andrew Benintendi, is batting third. Stanton is cleaning up and DHing. Um, Glaber Torres playing second, batting fifth. Rizzo playing first, batting sixth. Trevino catching, batting seventh. Connor Falefa, the shortstop, batting eighth. Cabrera, Osvaldo Cabrera playing right, batting ninth. Frankie Montas on the hill. You nailed it. Exactly right. No Josh Donaldson. That's today's Yankee starting lineup brought to you by Bigelow T. Bigelow T is a proud supporter of the K-Show and the official hot tea of Joe Torre and the New York Yankees. Also want to remind you that this portion of ENN is brought to you by Sunday Night Baseball, which is which is presented by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop your local Nissan store at nissanusa.com today, and don't forget to listen to Sunday Night Baseball every Sunday right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, on uh, a few minutes ago during ENN, I teased the Tom Brady audio. Brady returned to training camp, and here's what he had to say about his absence. It's all personal. You know, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with, so we all have really unique challenges to our life. And I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on. So, you know, you just got to try to figure out life the best you can. And, you know, it's a uh, continuous process. So, Now, was it vague? Was it... Uh, well, very vague. Was it vague? Was it guarded? Yes. yes, it was. However, and I may be alone here, but as someone who has gone through things in my 40s, I have never related to Tom Brady more. Really? I, th- I thought it was a very authentic, it was vague, but but saying I'm it wasn't, 45. It wasn't vague, he told you nothing. No, he made it clear it was family issues. He he did not tell you. Well, why, why what, not tell us what it is? No. Why? Wait, so, so hold on. So if well, I heard had, rumblings that, they, that, he, that he had committed to a vacation with Giselle. And that they were having that that vacation there, if right, but if but if the real reason is he felt like if he skipped this vacation, it would put his marriage on the brink. Does he have to give you that much information, or does he have to? Well, say, I don't hey. think he has to tell you marriage could have been on the brink, but he could say, "Listen, I I was retired. We planned a vacation. I thought we should I should follow through on the vacation. We, I told the Bucks this. They said it was not a problem, and then and then I went away, and that was it." Don't you think people would just kill him for that? I though? think people are going to kill you no matter what. Why not just tell us what was, what's truly going on? I I now, felt if them. it's a it's an illness that's different. Like if because I know his his parents have been ill. That that is different. But if it was a vacation that was planned that he he was 
already obligated to go on, and he didn't feel like you know. Not oh, but going but, but, on how, but what kind of what kind of excuse is that, Dave? He can't say you know I had this vacation, and you know I, I can't send back I, I can't get the refund for the Disney tickets, and no, you know American Airlines has no you know refunds. What? I promised my family that we would spend special time together this summer, and I didn't want to back out of that. And and Tampa was gracious enough to agree to that, and and so we did it. What you're saying is reasonable, and in a reasonable world, I think that answer would have been suitable. But I understand why he kept it the way he did, but I just understood. I just like that he said, man, I'm 45. There's a lot of ish going on. Sometimes, like, eh. I understand. He could have given you more information. But to me, that was telling. I, I heard him saying, hey, I got some stresses and strains on my family life right now, and so I couldn't be here. Basically, I'm Tom Brady. And I can do whatever I want, and no. the team that I'm with is going to have to deal with. Listen, can I, can I? Can I? Let me say something. Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm no Tom Brady fan. At a certain point, when you're as good as that as he is at his craft, I, I, yes, that's true. I don't and, think I don't think you're wrong, but I think that's the way it comes across. Yeah, but you, but that's fine. But he can't come out and say. And by the way, the rules are different for me on Tom Brady, but they are, but they are and they they're different be. for Michael Jordan. They're different for for all the the, the greats. Of course, they're different. And also, I was saying this yesterday, and this is we could do a whole day on this, so we don't have to get into this right now. Isn't it becoming clear that Brady was the bigger part of the Brady Belichick relationship? Don't you think he's winning the argument over time? I think he's winning the argument now. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I think it's clear that he was the the answer. I, I, no, not clear, but he's starting to pull away a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, I saw a stat the other day which would which would kind of counteract that. It, it said that, God, what was the stat? Of all the years that Tom Brady has was with um, was with Belichick in New England, they had a top ten defense like eighty eight percent of the time. Pat Mahomes has never had a top ten defense. So I, I I understand your point. I don't think it's an invalid point, but I think there's probably some happy medium. And I think both guys are tremendously. I mean, they are. Responsible. They are. This this is all this is all nuance. Uh, Dan Graziano was on with KJM this morning, and he said. You're not wrong to have some concerns about Brady. Something is up, right? I mean, like, he didn't look or sound like himself in that news conference. If this was any other player, like, ever in any other sport, I'd be like, oh, boy, this guy's head's not in the right frame of mind to go into a season. We should be worried. (laughs) It's Tom Brady. So, like, he gets benefit of the doubt, right? So, I I think that's that's sort of the only hesitant. But, I mean, disappearing for... A week and a half in the middle of training camp, retiring, unretiring, and now this, like, coming back this way and looking kind of like, looking and sounding kind of worn down by stuff that's going on with him off the field. I mean, you'd think he'd be relieved to be back, especially if something was going on with him off the field that was weighing on him, but he didn't sound that way. Sound like he's still dealing with it. Now, that's, that's an interesting, that's an interesting perspective from Dan, and I, I, tend to agree it sounded like he's still in the thick of it and listen depending how bad that is man that that could make things very tough for him but i wish i knew a little more to like in the thick of what but but that, that, don't you think you're just being nosy media at that point think, no I, I mean maybe you're right i how don't much, know how much of a right do we really have well maybe maybe none maybe you're right but i, I don't know I, I would like to know like should i be sympathetic is it is there like an ill like i think if it was his dad and his dad you know is ill or his mom is ill and you hear that then, then i think like now nah, okay we're gonna back away and god that's awful and prayers to you and your family and you know did i go on vacation like i, I wish i knew kind of what more it was and what it wasn't i understand you wish that i just don't think andrew what do you think I, i'm just like not of 
the mindset. We know that, what happens. Andrew always agrees. No, with that's you. not true. If you listen to the show, he often doesn't agree with me. But Andrew, what do you think? There's like, no we, reason we need to know what's yeah. happening in his personal what a, life what off a the surprise. field. I'm not saying I understand the desire and the want to know and why sure. you're curious. Like that's natural, but there's no no reason he needs to tell us what the reason was that he wasn't there. God, you never made more sense. Of course. I mean, do you think I'm here the whole week, right? Firstly, do you guys not want me here? Because I I can go back to five in the morning. I enjoy that shit. So I Hi, Spike. So I can't just have that opinion. No, but like, it has it's to be like, because it's, it's Peter's like a opinion. One-off. No, no, no. It's not. It's not a one-off. Every single time Peter has brought you in to debate something that we're disagreeing about, every single time. As the week goes on, I guarantee you that will not be the case. I don't. Time. I don't know that that's true. By the way, he didn't agree with me about the DJing. He said we both. He were said we were it. both wrong. Right. So not, not once has he been just on my. How, how do you feel about me not being invited to the wedding? Which it looks like I'm not going to be invited to, Gunling. To Peter's wedding? Yeah. It makes total sense that you're not uh, going to be there. I'm sorry. So, like I should go home. I should I should up and leave and walk the dogs. It's obvious that nobody wants me here. Makes sense that I wouldn't be there. He's keeping it small. It, now I listen, had him at my son's bar mitzvah. If I go up to 200 people, I, I think you got a kick coming. But if I go under 150. It's 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 I got a lot of jobs, man. This is going to be hard. If I fine, if I invite fine. you, am I inviting the other co-host at Hot 97? The other hosts the on other. different shows? Have you have you You know what? Fine. It's obvious you don't want me there. If this is such a strain on you or your finances or whatever, then don't invite me. <laughs> no, really. Then don't invite me. That's not what I said. It's That's obvious what, that you don't want me there. All you're doing I would you're love looking you. for you're looking for excuses. I would love for you. And then to you be bring there. Your, your, your little friend in who now of course takes your side. I would love for you to be there, and I hope that's possible. Um, before we wrap, ENN, uh, shouts to Rory McIlroy, rallied to win the Tour Championship and FedEx Cup title. He overcame a six-stroke deficit to beat the one-seed Scotty Scheffler. By the way, I could have told you it was going to happen. Scotty Scheffler, let me tell you something right now. Between his name and his look, I'm sure he's a great guy. Stifler! He looks like such <laughs> a, a That's a good drop, by the way. It is a good drop. Scheffler looks like such a schlub. You, you knew he was in a choke to Rory. Rory's the man. I, if I cared at all, I would have a commentary on it. Um, what about this? Do you care that uh, Hawaii defeated Curacao I do. to win the Little League World Series? I, I do, uh, greatly. It, and I'm not even kidding. Like I was in, in very into the Massapequa run, and uh, I know Chinese Taipei, I think, went to the international finals. Wow, you're very in. Yeah. Well, you know what? Because Ben, who's, who you might remember from the bar mitzvah you attended, Sure. Um, is a is a good baseball player, and he's very focused on it. So, so you got to pay having, attention. Yeah, nonstop discussion of that. Well wishes going to Washington Commanders rookie running back Brian Robinson, a.k.a. B-Rob, who was shot twice in his lower extremity Sunday in an attempted robbery in D.C. Surgery went well. Uh, Rivera, Coach Rivera says Robinson's placed on the non-football injury list, won't be determined until after talking to doctors whether or not he'll be back. He's currently still hospitalized. And lastly, did you guys see the video of the maniac who stole that Grand Slam, that Soto Grand Slam from that kid? No. Oh, is there anything worse than like a ball chasing lunatic adult? Those th- there's that one guy. The, the uh, no, that the... one guy's the worst. Of oh, course. he's the worst. What, what's his name? 
I forget. Like, we had him on the oh, show. Yeah, I had him. Zach Hample guy. Oh, who, I had him who, on the who, show. Who like once. steal a foul ball out of a, a, a child's hand? It's but, awful. But honestly, go look at the one at the Royals, um, Padres game. See how bad this is. It's it's such robbery from a kid who's standing there. The guy completely bowls him over. It's ridiculous. That will do it for ENN on this Monday, August 29th, the 64th birthday of Michael Jackson. And we will close out with your phone calls. 1-800-919-3776. Every topic of the day is on the table to close it out. It's Peter and Dave on the K Show on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.